here. I'm Linda McHenry, host of Taking the Mystery Out of Insurance. Thanks for joining me. Today is Tuesday, July 21st, 2020, and this is episode number 14, titled How to Earn Customer Loyalty. If you'd like more information about who I am, what I do, my books, YouTube channels, and podcasts, visit my website at lindamchenry.com. The podcast page also offers you the opportunity to submit questions for each week's Q&A section of the podcast or request a guest spot. You might also want to check out my book, Taking the Mystery Out of Business, which was released in May. It discusses what I view as the nine fundamentals for professional success. And it starts out talking about attitude and goes on to discuss time management, resources, relationship, and a number of other topics. You can find it on Amazon in paperback and as an ebook, and you can learn more about it on my website. So for those of us in the insurance industry, Having loyal clients is really important. We want them to stay with us. We want them to refer their friends and family and coworkers to us. How do we find loyal clients? And it's not so much that there's some clients out there who are loyal and others aren't. It really lies with us and whether or not we've actually earned loyalty. Loyalty isn't something that we're automatically entitled to. People aren't born as trustworthy. It's something that we have to show. We have to show that we're trustworthy. We have to prove it. We have to give evidence of it. And a lot of people don't like having to do that. But, you know, think about yourself. Do you just automatically trust everyone? Do you automatically believe everyone? And if you do, well, God bless you because you're very positive, but you're probably going to get taken advantage of. And I think that the easiest way to earn loyalty is to be authentic. Be who you are. Let's face it, not everyone is going to like me. Not everyone is going to like you, no matter how hard you try. It's just impossible to do. So I believe that being the best person you can be is going to earn you the trust and loyalty of people who like who you are. I remember once I knew a fellow who was a mechanic at a Ford dealership, and the customers didn't like him, and he couldn't understand why they didn't like him. And after a while, I figured out why. He worked for the Ford dealership and he changed oil and he did all the things that he did, but he never owned a Ford. He believed in Chevys and he only liked Chevys. And when he would talk to people about their car, he would actually badmouth the Fords. Well, you know, who's going to trust you and like you and want to do business with you if you don't like your employer and you don't like the product that you are selling or servicing? I remember when I lived in Montana, there was a new insurance agent who was struggling to acquire new clients. And he purchased his own insurance based strictly on price. He wanted the least expensive coverage available. Well, if he didn't believe insurance enough to realize that there were different options and different coverages and that the value of insurance isn't based solely on price, why is he going to convince other people that it has value? So again, I think transparency and being authentic and genuine is a sign of your openness and honesty. I don't care whether someone is honest and open themselves. They want other people to be open and honest. Nobody wants to be lied to or cheated or hurt. I think the next thing that we can do to earn customer loyalty is to understand people. We need to know how they communicate so that we don't have miscommunication issues. Research shows that 80% of people communicate and learn visually, meaning they need to see something to understand it. 
and the rest of the people learn auditorily, meaning through hearing, and by hands-on experience, what we call kinesthetic. So you need to understand what your preferred method of communication and learning is, what your style is. And then if somebody doesn't understand you, you need to change it. For example, I'm an auditory communicator and learner. Sound is important to me and how things sound. So I like to talk. All right, that's part of why I like to talk. But when I would have a customer who'd come into my office and they'd be trying to explain how their car accident happened and I couldn't understand it, I would give them toy cars and say, show me because they needed to give me the visual version of it. They were not good at talking to me in a way that I would understand auditorily. But once they went to their preferred method, which was visual, I was able to pick that up. So again, understanding communication preferences and styles. And a clue to that is when somebody says, oh, I see. Yeah, I get it. I see. They're visual. If you are talking to somebody who says, all right, I hear you, Linda. I hear what you're saying. They're auditory. And if somebody talks about their feelings, then they're kinesthetic or hands-on. That's just a quick down and dirty for that. Another thing that you need to ask yourself when you're trying to build rapport with people and earn their loyalty is to understand what their beliefs are and what's important to them. Because in conversation, you don't want to put that stuff down. And that's one of the things over my years in the insurance business, I've been very, very adamant about keeping my personal opinions about certain topics to myself because they don't have anything to do with whether or not I'm a good insurance agent, whether or not I understand insurance, and whether or not my client is going to be a good client. People's personal beliefs are their own, but it's important to understand what they are because it helps you understand the client and it helps you to keep in mind the three most important things about people. People want to be important, they want to know you care, and they want to be heard. So listening is very, very important. And that's something I've struggled with my whole life. I love to talk. But when you're in a sales situation or when you're dealing with people and you want to provide customer service, you need to listen. And the only way you're going to understand what people find important is to ask them questions and then listen to their answers. And to close this segment on how to earn customer loyalty, I have two resources for you that have proved invaluable to me and many, many other people. First is a book that was written in the 1930s by Dale Carnegie, his How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's, it's the basis of establishing good relationships. And Jeffrey Gittimer, who is known as the sales king, his website at Gittimer.com, G-I-T-O-M-E-R. He's written 15 books, The Sales Bible, Little Red Book of Selling. Really, really good stuff. He believes a lot of the things that Carnegie does, and he views them and expresses them a different way. So if you want to learn how to earn customer loyalty, read Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Read any of Jeffrey Gittimer's books. You might want to read my book too, because uh, Taking the Mystery Out of Business is my personal takeaway of the things that I've learned over the years about sales and building rapport and relationship and how to be successful. That's all I have to say about earning customer loyalty. Now let's do our weekly Q&A. episode, I answer questions submitted by listeners. And this week's question was submitted by Sarah from Louisiana. And Sarah says, Hey, Linda, what's the best way to convince clients they need to buy higher limits of insurance? Most of my clients believe they need higher limits, but don't want to spend the extra money. 
you know, that's something that I've heard over and over and over again. And one of the things that I found that is the easiest thing to do is to actually not keep adding price on when clients want to buy things. I found that when you give a client a proposal or a quote, you should propose to them or quote all the coverages that are available at the highest limits. And sure, your client's going to choke when they see the price, but then let them tell you what they find is important and then whittle away at the price. You know, it's sort of like you ask a sculptor, well, how did you come up with that marvelous sculpture? And they say, well, I whittled away everything that didn't look like what I wanted it to. The same thing with the insurance. Offer them everything and then let them tell you what's the most important and what limits are the highest. And then you'll come up with something that's agreeable to them. Clients would much rather see the price go down than go up. So that's it for this week. Once again, if you'd like to learn more about me and what I do, or you'd like to find all my podcasts, YouTube channels, and blog, visit my website at lindamchenry.com. My book about the nine fundamentals for professional success, taking industry out of business, is also available on Amazon. Remember, clueless is a dangerous place to be. Tune in next week as we investigate more insurance mysteries together. Thank you.